Who's <laughs> is that Mane in your background? <laughs> and Boris Johnson. Oh, and Boris Johnson holding an England shirt. Mad pick. That is, that is. He's my mad pick for the week. Yeah, he's yeah. going to unresign and um, um, unresign. Yeah, prime minister, unresign. Yeah, <laughs> or hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks, your one-stop shop for everything FPL. Let us bring out your inner maverick and we'll find you those FPL gems. What's the opposite of resign? Maybe, maybe <laughs> be reinstated. Like... He's going to be reinstated after he, instead of leaving. He hasn't even gone yet. He's just going to refuse to go. Maybe he'll do one of them fucking, you know, like horrendous double-footed challenges in the House of Commons. Just fuck it. I'm out. What? No, he's a head-first tackler, isn't he? <laughs> Mate, to be honest, this this chat st- sounds like the little snippet you do at the start of the... <laughs> it's just completely out of context. <laughs> Welcome to FPL Mavericks. Um, we are back on the roller coaster of FPL, and we are joined by a new guest uh, making his debut and a veteran like D Welbs who consistently gets injured and bangs in goals at the same time. So, Tommy, let's start with you, mate. Welcome to the pod. Thanks, How are you mate. feeling about it? Yeah, good. Um, I think it's fitting that this year is the one year I might complete an FPL season. Um, <laughs> and then it's the first time on the pod. So, yeah, looking forward to it. That's what we're about, mate. We're taking you under our FPL wing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I need all the help I can get. All that lovely football knowledge, and you're going to channel your ADHD into finishing the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We'll give it a go. It'll be the great. It'll be a great season, mate. In terms of Tommy, give us a brief intro, mate. Who do you support? Who's your favourite FPL player that you've witnessed in your limited time in the game? Yeah. So obviously, another Derby County supporter. Um, for my sins i think me and ross are probably the only two in in australia which is which is great um in terms of fpl yeah there was there was one constant in my team last year who uh didn't bring many points in but he never ever got subbed out um even when i stopped playing uh he's sorry even when i was playing never subbed him out money mace Mason uh-huh. Mann, he was uh he was the man for me but yeah, didn't didn't really do too much. I think more of a, an emotional attachment to him. <laughs> and then, Tommy, Tommy, you always have an emotional attachment to <laughs> yeah, any Derby player. I know, I know. Except Patrick Bamford, who we Except don't agree Patrick with Bamford. as a person or a footballer, a soul. Well, or the team he plays for. Exactly. Exactly. Shooting at me early doors, and we've got Cammy, the Magic Man. Jorginho scored, mate. How do you feel? Did you have him in your yeah, team? Yeah, well, mate, I wasn't on the pod last week, was I, to choose well, that, a Mav? He that's been... strategy over, mate. What are you going to do? Oh, well, he's not going to do it again this week, so I'm telling you now. I'm sure my Mavs will pull through this week. Um, but I don't think my prediction will be in as much depth as it was last, last season with Jorginho. Mm. Fair play. Well... Today, I'll give you a brief rundown of the the pod. Uh, we'll go into what an Maverick is, um, you know, what we see as who the Mavericks are to help you pump up the mini leagues. Cam is currently being an astronaut on the video, which is very off-putting, but I'll carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have a brief chat around fixtures last week, fixtures this week, a little bit of strategy, um, and maybe a couple of FPL musts. And then we'll jump into the Mavericks competition, which is uh, me versus the guest. Hopefully give you some... Are you a pirate now? Um, and then um, some golden nuggets in, in our picks. We'll jump into the Maverick captain, so who we feel will be a bit of an outlandish pick for um, captaincy and then upset of the week. So we've also got the Twitter league, the Mavericks Twitter league. We've got about, I think, 100... Um, people in the league at the moment if you want to join it it's not too late uh the league code is 450 yxp um at the very top of the maverick league this week 
it's not calm for a change. Um, he's trying to win it this year, but he's, he's I can't see him. Um, it's Chris Bade up with We Like Sports at 86 points. Uh, he triple captain Salah. Wow, <laughs> straight in. Bosh, <laughs> I mean, get the points in early. Yeah, just screenshot that. Who who was it? Who's top? Chris Bateup. Well, Chris, just screenshot that because you won't be there for much longer. <laughs> oh, fighting words from Cameron. Oh, I'm not going to overtake him, but there's enough people in the league to... <laughs> <laughs> with, with a few more chips than he has left. Um, Cammy, do you want to give the listeners a brief description of what a Maverick is and what the whole podcast revolves around? Oh, don't you have a script for this, Benny? I don't have a script. <laughs> but I like this it. is uh, so a Maverick is an under 10% selected asset yeah. in the game. Uh, it doesn't matter the price. Um, and if you pick them, you're a legend because you're going against the grain. If you don't, then you're Tim Yule. <laughs> <laughs> Template Tim. Template Tim. That's what we're calling. That works. That works too well. Yeah. Maybe we stick with template. Or template. 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 Yeah. We'll just go with template. Great. And you know he's going to be listening to this. And he'll have a right little chuckle, won't he? And he's probably some... got a live feed. I would, I, I'm expecting a text anytime soon. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll call template later in the show and see what he reckons. Um. Yeah. So that's exactly what we're picking today. Um, lads, let's let's jump into to last week um, and the results. Um, I want to start with at Scotland, I mean Man United, um, and just talk about how much of a shambles they are at the moment. Go on, Cam. I know you've got a lot to say. I've about got it. Rashford in my team. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see him skew a few of those chances? Oh. He's getting he's getting in the right areas, so I feel like you've got to stick with him. But oh, United are a, a joke. They're a bit like Arsenal were a few years ago. Actually, they're a bit like United were a few years ago. United have been like Arsenal for a while. Arsenal are just no longer like Arsenal anymore. They're like an exciting young team um, with a bit of promise, but <clears throat> it's embarrassing. They're, they're a bit of a meme team now. Um, the whole thing surrounding Ronaldo, he's supposed to be like a United legend, uh, <clears throat> uh, um, like their saviour coming back to the team, but he wants out. Uh, looks like nobody wants to be there. The only ones that want to be there are McTominay and Fred because um, they refuse to leave that midfield, uh, much to the <laughs> disdain of all the... Uh, Football. All the Man United, all, all the football fans, not only Man United fans, seeing them. Except if you're playing them that week, which uh, Tommy, you don't really need to worry about as your team's in League One. But um, I just, I just think it's such a team. They're in transition, and there's no transition. They're not moving on. Yeah. Um, so they're bringing in players uh, like keeping Maguire as captain after all that hoo ha last year nightmare. Um, You've got, there's a few shining lights. I think Dallo looks like a good player. Um, I think Christian Eriksen needs to drop deeper. Like if you drop out Fred or McTominay and you, as, as soon as Eriksen dropped deeper uh, and Ronaldo came on, it actually created a bit more space up top and uh, stretched the game a bit more and Eriksen could get on the ball. So I think that's the key for them is, I can't, I can't believe they played Eriksen in the false false nine. I don't think. Why did he play so high? Like it's obvious if he's going to try and drop and pick the ball, then Fernandez is going to try and run on, and then I guess you, that was the yeah gone. If you know that, if you know that, that's like slap bang in your face as a defender. If you're Lewis Dunk, you see that and you're like, oh yeah, well he's going to try and do that every time. Well, they they definitely tried to they they definitely tried to do that in a play in a ploy to kind of drag those centre backs out of position. But I read um. Max actually had this thing on Twitter and I read this, it was an analysis of Brighton's like tactical setup and the press that they had against United. And it was like, it was obscene how good it was because they basically set up in like a three, two, three, oh, sorry, two, three, two, three, whenever yeah. United had the ball in their own half. And then whenever the United got over the halfway line, which was rare, but when they did, they then dropped into like these, these, 
another like bank of three. So then it basically United had nowhere to go because these centre backs could basically just kind of go where they wanted to, the Brighton yeah. centre backs, because they had their, their support in front of them picking up basically anything that moved, you know, dropped deep. And it was it like it was obviously Graham Potter, just absolute genius. Because it was so good. And I'll send it to you, Benny, because it's so good to, to read through. Yeah. I think I guess the what Man United were trying to do and I guess Graham Potter just completely outwitted them, but yeah. um, but the um, Christian Eriksen dropping deeper. I guess they look at Spurs and see like your your sons getting on getting on beyond the uh, like kind of Kane plays a bit of a false nine, doesn't he? Like drops really deep, plays those passes. I think they wanted Eriksen to drop really deep, allow as Benny you said. Uh, allow Bruno to make those runs forward, but also have the two wide, like wide men, uh, Rashford and Sancho, making like diagonal runs in behind, like Son does, like Kulusevski does, or Son more than Kulusevski. But it just, yeah, it just didn't work at all. They just seem to have their number in every, yeah, yeah. in every sense. I think it's it's also just it's a mindset thing as well. The mindset of United is just all over the shop. Two goals from Brighton were I mean they kind of came from like the back post tappings weren't they? they 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 just couldn't clear their lines and I feel like they came at really bad times and in football matches like it just that just kills you and especially if you've got a poor mindset at the club and um hopefully Ten Hag well not hopefully but hopefully for United fans Ten Hag can actually change that around a bit and and um get more of a winning mentality and just just getting stronger minds in that team because they yeah. just seem to lose it every time i mean they lost five nil to brighton last year did, did they no excuse for that and i guess yeah i think everything you've said there is spot on for man united there's this a long um journey ahead for them this season and i think ronaldo hangover is still going to be there until he leaves or if he doesn't leave then how they're going to manage him um but they the most the best performance I personally saw, and I think across the weekend, was um, Lee. No, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Fulham, Fulham against Liverpool. I could not believe how good Fulham were against Liverpool. It was amazing. Tommy, did you catch that game? Yeah, I watched it, and um, I'm, I'm, I was very much in the boat of uh, Mitro. Yeah, did well at Newcastle in the Prem. But obviously, is he was kind of, I was in the boat basically that he was this player that was stuck in between Championship and Premier League, like lower le- lower level Premier League, higher level Championship. And obviously, last season setting the record, scoring forty odd goals in forty two games or whatever it was, was obscene. And then I think he's just kicked off, like kicked on where he left off. Um, he absolutely bullied him, and I think he looked so good. And even the goal, I know Trent, Trent. It, deservedly so like his defensive capabilities it comes to question quite a lot but that first goal was he's absolutely bullied him uh, <laughs> made, made him look like a child <laughs> uh and I, I think he's brilliant and yeah I, I agree with it i think they were just they were super they just were, were well up for it yeah and what i loved about it as well is because obviously you never really want to as a premier league team you never really want to play a promoted team first game of the season and uh, it kind of showed at, at Fulham, and also, which I loved, uh, Forrest got rolled. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, brilliant. Yeah. I think that that Fulham game was definitely an accumulator buster already. Like you know, you don't you don't back the first kickoff. And, yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as the first the first twenty minutes, Fulham just looked brilliant. They yeah. took the game to Liverpool, didn't they? They they trusted in their players to be able to play. And um, I thought the two guys in midfield were absolutely brilliant. Reed and uh, Polinia. Mm. Is it Polinia? I tell, yeah. you, I tell you, the shining light for Liverpool, actually, in that first half, it was Luis Diaz. He looked he looked sharp. He looked really sharp. Um, he looked good for a goal at one point as well. I was like, it, it was, um, yeah, playing Just, really well. He's, he's, a very, he's a very busy player. Yeah. I feel like creating... Like he seems to, I feel like he's a bit one-dimensional. I know this is like he's so, he's so busy and so energetic, but he's always looking to kind of cut inside. 
and and have a shot like yeah. from, from what i've been saying like you see you see you see how um you like mares in a way yeah a bit i mean he, he offers a lot more than mares but i think in terms of like energy but um and commitment but how salah set up the the second goal for liverpool where he crossed it was it the second goal or first one for darwin um, it was the first one. It, the way he crossed it with his right foot, you never see... I, I feel like I don't see Diaz do that. I guess he's always got Robertson bombing on around the outside, so he's probably encouraged to come inside. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like he needs to add a, just a bit more to his game. I mean, that's me saying that. <laughs> 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 he just, he, he's just not at like Salah's level yet. So like in, in terms of... Um, I said pre-season that maybe Diaz could could take the leap this year and just kind of get up to Salah's level and be Liverpool's main man. But I just don't think he's he's going to be there. I think, Brookie, you and Tim were saying, no, he's not going to be near it. So, yeah, yeah I can see. I think Salah's still going to be the main man and Diaz has still got some things to work on um, for efficiency. I think it's efficiency. Yeah, and I think as a hot as is a footballer, you know, you're right there. But as an FPL asset, you want to pick them players that are greedy in the shooting. So, you know, if Liverpool with this good run now, you look at Diaz, he could be somebody. If you don't have a Liverpool asset, um, or you want to jump away from the, the double Liverpool defence because that essentially screwed you already uh, mm. this week, then it could be a good drop down. But um, in terms of other results, I think. You know, City and Haaland obviously stole the show a little bit. Oh, just sorry, go back to Liverpool. So yeah. Darwin was brilliant when he came on. He's so energetic. Do you reckon he starts this week? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it was a mistake to start Firmino. Firmino, would you say? Yeah, I think so. Um, he's, or... electric. he's electric. He's rapid, Darwin. Mm. Wow. He's seeing him in Haaland. So they're like the uh, the blonde and brunette, uh, like. Man bun twins, aren't they? <laughs> they got very similar, very similar games. They're so they're quite big, big lads who can really shift. Just big and powerful. Mm. Other results. Um, I think the most disappointing result or performance for me personally, because they're in my team, and uh, there's a couple of Villa lads in our our group that I've got onto about this. How poor were Aston Villa? Like they look toothless. So I didn't watch that game, but I've heard, I've heard, yeah, read a lot of things on Twitter that they, yeah, it just looked horrendous. Hearsay. Yeah, but then that, um, but then that, uh, that stat that's come out, obviously, is that Gerard has got the same win percentage as um, Neville had at Valencia. <laughs> it's quite telling. Like it, I don't think of it like that. Obviously, think of Gary Neville's time at Valencia as an absolute disaster. Couldn't get any worse. But for some reason, in my head, I'm like, oh, Gerard's doing a great job at Villa. He's doing, uh, he's doing wonders. But yeah, the stats. That, I mean, that stat is, is. I saw that, but I, I, I think, I think uh, <clears throat> the um, sorry, Gerard's earned the benefit of the doubt a bit because he yeah, quite, he did quite, quite well at Rangers. Um, he kind of built a team there. Um, and when did he come in? Start of last season, or was oh, it? No, no, like halfway through, or not even halfway through. This yeah. is his first fault. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think, well, Gary Neville just went in fresh at Valencia, didn't he? And I feel like Premier League's a harder league as well. Valencia should be one of the better teams in, exactly. I think they've got quite, in terms of resources in, in that league. But I guess yeah. Villa, have, Villa have got, have spent quite a bit and they've got top 10 resources in the league. Well, so you... If they carry on like that, fucking Gerald will be on the chopping block come December because, like you say, Cam, he spent a lot of money. Yeah. I just think it's so early in the season. These results can... It, it, I don't like analysing these, like, first... Ten. Like the first, yeah, the first yeah. couple of games because anything can happen, really. Like, people are just... Teams are just finding their feet. I, I saw... I Obviously, we all listened to 606 and... Um, listening to some of the coolers come into there, just yeah. absolutely battering their team. Like People asking for Brendan Rodgers' head after, <laughs> after um, the late two goals from Brentford. It's like, if, Bre if, if Leicester go and beat Arsenal this week, 
it, they're, they're they're on four points after two games, and they're they're looking good. They're looking solid. Yeah, they lost Harvey Barnes quite late to injury. Um, they just need to sort out their defence, really, Leicester. Mm. But but yeah, and my my point is that can't jump the guns, and I don't think jump the gun, and I don't think anyone should jump the gun with their fantasy football team, aka taking out Kane straight away for Haaland. Oh, that's exactly what I've done. Definitely did. <laughs> exactly what I've done. I did it as well. <laughs> that's a nice segue, Cam, because we're just going to have a quick look at the fixtures this week and then we'll jump <clears> into the Mavericks. Um, yeah, I think first first port of call, Man City, Bournemouth. Man City at home. You've already mentioned, like, I think Haaland's already rise, risen in price. Um, who are the people that you like out of Man City, Tommy or Cam? outside of Haaland because it's difficult to pick with Pep Roulette yeah I think I think Cancelo for me is always he's always a solid enough pick as long as Pep doesn't absolutely shaft you he can um, go off he can really go off Cancelo he gets so advanced doesn't he yeah exactly so when he and you saw last season he was he, he, I don't know Benny you can tell me how many points he got but like he was he was a good pick for the whole like pretty much consistently <laughs> Um, yeah, always on goals and assists. So I think he's all and no, uh, no coincidence. He's in my team. So <laughs> I think he only he only scored one goal last season, didn't he? I think he had the most. I think he per shots taken, he had the most misses. He had the highest oh, misses, <laughs> or like goals not scored percentage. I, I read a stat somewhere along along the line. But he just, he, but like he, he had that many shots. So I think he's you got you got to think he's going to start converting those. So I think I, he gets those chances. Yeah, I think you're right, but I think he'll. I think he's going to play a slightly different role this year as well. If you didn't notice, he's uh, he's bagged himself the number seven shirt as well. So <laughs> he's, uh, I reckon he fancies himself as a winger. <laughs> well, him, him and um, I don't know if this was a game plan for for City, but him and Walker were playing almost inverted. Yeah, they were they, picking they did. six. It was weird. Yeah, they've done that quite a lot. They they move the they move the fullbacks inside similar to what Trent does at Liverpool. Mm. Like you see, you always see them floating into the six, and it allows it. That's that's what allowed like your Rodri's to actually um, go and nab a few goals last season. That's why you see your Gundogan's okay. at the back post just just sneaking in because uh, because those um, fullbacks are kind of dropping into the six role. But I think you can't really look past KDB. No. Uh, it's just frustrating that you can't really have KDB, Haaland, Salah Tom. and also have a decent team around them, really. Any uh, fixtures um, that you like the look of that we should be targeting before we go into the, the Mavericks? I think... I think on I think on the Man City one as well. I think Grealish might be a good shout. He looked pretty. Yeah. He looked pretty handy, and he set Haaland up a couple of times uh, where Haaland missed. I think it's, he's seven mil, isn't he? So he could be a really good punt because um, I think I think he will. I think they'll keep the same team going to the next match. I think Mares will miss out again. I think you're going to have um, Foden starting. Foden, Grealish, Haaland, and then De Bruyne good again as well. Foden yeah. good. Foden's unbelievable. Yeah. Sorry, Bricky. Other, yeah. other fixtures. Well, that Southampton Leeds looks a tasty home fixture, doesn't it? <laughs> you got any any comment about that, Bricky? Well, mate, I'll uh, I'll describe in detail while I think maybe <laughs> just just around the corner. So, Tommy, any other fixtures? Um, so I'm <laughs> not just saying this. Uh, I think West Ham Forest could be uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some biases coming out here, guys. I mean, it's just coincidence. Uh, West Ham obviously coming off the back of losing to City, but they didn't look horrendous. They look pretty, still pretty good. And I think losing just just the two against City is um, it's not too bad going, but. I know they're away. They're at, they're at the city ground, um, so it'll be a, it'll be a, a, yeah, it'll be a good atmosphere. But I think they've just got too much quality. And I watched the Forest game, um, first game of the season, and they just look a bit shit. <laughs> 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 Tommy, 
which just, I love. <laughs> to interrupt you, Tommy, don't you have a full like Nottingham Forest fan following on Twitter that just absolutely hate you? So when yeah, you I once, I once did a tweet and um got called a cunt about 14 times by <laughs> forest fans. Yeah. Um so they don't like me anyway, which is which is fine. Nasty bunch, aren't they? <laughs> no, horrible. Horrible yeah. Um but yeah, a few West Ham players I think are, are good shouts. Like what West Ham players are we looking at though? Because like Jared Burns eight point five. Are we really gonna be it's quite steep for Spenny as you West like. Ham player, but he did he, he did uh he did well last season, but I feel like he's he's the type of player who is likely to drop off from last season's performance just based on the team he plays for and how how efficient he was last year. I hope not because I like him, but yeah, yeah I can see player. it. He looked a bit he looked a bit out of his depth playing for and England. We, it uh, it might be a bit of a uh, punt to go for Skamaka. I reckon he'll start yeah. the next game. I was going to say so. He's yeah, he's a shout. Um, but if you you know modern day football, they always try to ease him in a little bit. So I don't think he'll start this weekend. I think he'll start probably a weekend after. I think another game you need to look at, Brooke, is the Arsenal Leicester game because I think Leicester's defence just looks abysmal. Yeah, and I, you can really see that being a a high scoring game, mm. uh, especially how good uh, Jay. I know Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, however you pronounce it, um, he he looked brilliant, even though he didn't return last week. He he looked really sharp, especially in the first half. I think the the game kind of died in the second half. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I think your Sackers, Martinelli's, yeah. um, even Odegaard's, they they're going to look good. Agree, agree. They put in a good performance. There. I reckon they'll put a, a, a run in because um, they look confident. And you could see they were really together in the game as well. Yeah. Really good sign for, for Arteta and the boys. Well, what we'll do then is we'll jump into our Maverick picks without further ado. Mr. Whirlidge. Yes, mate. Would you like to, as debut, debutante, would you yeah. like to go first and give us the reasons? Yeah, so... I did have one that I was giving it the big one all week to to Tim, Dave, Cam, and and the likes, which was Ben Chilwell because I it was very surprising to see he was only like six percent picked, um. But I have changed it, I have changed it. So continuing on from where I think there's going to be a few points scored this. Oh, Tommy, wait! I'm going to yeah. stop. Here. I'm going to stop here. A because Cam has gone from a pirate to <laughs> a flamingo tiger on his background good on you cam but also we're going to add in a little rule so moving forward we need to even out the playing fields because last week sterling and kuzeski very high owned player well not very high owned players very strong players and very expensive players and realistically it's something we could have brought in last season so if the player that you pick is under seven i'm going to add an extra two bonus points onto their score to even the playing field so seven or under seven or under so this i probably should have told you before the pod but it's my pod so that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> um, everyone are happy with that you gotta keep us on your on keep us side. on our toes haven't you because yeah, i want to hear some real rough diamonds um picked in the mavericks moving forward so yeah. tommy yeah. i'm sorry i haven't given you any notice but we'll no, it's okay anyway. how about how about 7.5 and under? Yeah, um, yeah, I think 7.5 and under. Like you can't just make all the rules up as you go along. Because, uh, no, Brookie, I think what we were going for was we wanted to miss out the 8, eight mil bracket, didn't we? Yeah. So if we go 7.5 and under. Well, look, this week it'll suit me. So, yeah, all right. 7.5. Hey, <laughs> sold. Wicked. The highest bidder. <laughs> Wicked. Okay, yeah, so continuing on from where I think a few points will be scored this weekend against Forest. Um, I've got Mikhail Antonio. So oh, is he 7.5 by any chance? He is 7.5. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, Brookie, it's going to be 2-0, baby. Uh, he's only 4.7 owned. So... Which I think was really low. I, I thought I thought a lot more people would at least have a have a little flutter on so him. That's, so that's why when I said Skamaka might start, you were like, Nah, they're going to ease them in. I think yeah. they need to ease them in. You know, you're, you're 
35 mil striker or whatever yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, Mikhail Antonio, I think he he's he's proven to score a few goals and a few assists. And he looked lively against City. He had, he had, he had a good chance that I think on another day would have scored. Um, and yeah, so I think, what did he get? Like 10 goals, 10 goals last season or, or and nine assists or something. But he, um, I think against a team like Forrest, a newly promoted team, especially his old team as well, um, I think he'll... I think he'll have a fun day. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah, I don't mind that pick, mate. I think the only thing that worries me is, is yeah, Skamaka. Um, like you say, yeah. is he going to replace him? Probably not. I think Moises, um, you know, he backs his players that have done well for him in the past. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you look like you're desperate to say something about Mikhail Antonio. Who me? Yeah. Oh no, love him. Ex Saints <laughs> player. <laughs> it's great. He looks a bit. It looks a bit. Um, he's getting a bit. He's getting on a bit, isn't he? It looks like he hasn't got as much energy as he used to. Well, he looks like he's got plenty of energy. Thank well, you. He's turned. He's turned himself into this big burly striker. So I believe in him. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I, I mean, believe in you, Tommy. That's the main thing. I think he'll bang a few. This. this he week. could be. He could be a derby player. He could. I believe in I, you I, picking him. <laughs> I just. I've got dreams of him. Elbowing Joel Warren in the face and scoring a bicycle kick. It's, uh, it's been great. <laughs> okay. I like that. Um, and we'll, I probably should have just like summed this up a bit more for the new listeners. We do a Maverick um, pick, me versus the guest. It's 1 0 to the guests. Uh, the guests did well last week. Um, they had Sterling and Kulzeski. I had Dewsbury Hall and um, Aronson. And so, yeah, it looked as though they just went pretty well, to be honest, with those yeah, picks. It was unlucky because if Aronson's goal, he did have it for a bit and then he got taken up by the dubious goals committee. Correct. And same yeah. with Sterling. So, yeah, look, one nil to the guest. But Tommy's gone in with the guest here with a decent pick with Antonio. And I think I'm going to stay on the West Ham theme because I've got somebody who I like the look of who also is going to get me two points if he scores. Um, one of the reasons is just from looking at the mini-match last week, he just pops up in nice little areas. He's wearing bright yellow fluorescent boots. He's 5.5 owned and one, sorry, 5.5 million, and he's 1.5% owned. Can anyone guess who I've gone with in the West Ham squad? Fornals. Fornals, yeah. Fornals. Cool. On I reckon he's going to get dropped. <laughs> Probably. Haven't they yeah. just signed somebody. They've just signed Maxwell Cornet, haven't they? They have, but yeah, I think this, Cornet, yeah. for this week, I think he's he's still going to be in. I think Moyes trusts him. He's yeah. I think I think they will get another shot, don't they, this week? Yeah. yeah. So I think he's my uh, maverick pick for this week. Okay. Uh, and what? What? Why else? Like what? What about four nows? Yellow boots. He's yellow, he's yellow boots, and he pops up. I just watched watched him last week, and I know he's good for popping up, and he seems to have improved a lot. Like he's been trusted a lot more by Moyes, especially last year, um, scoring goals and assisting. And I think if he stays fit, um, I think he's a really handy player, and I think Lanzini's likely to get dropped over him. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there'll be some West Ham fan t- telling me that. Lanzini's the 10 and Fornalas isn't, but yeah. And I think Corne, he's got to work himself into the team. He's going to get minutes, but there's talks of him being played as a wing back. There's talks of him. Um, yeah, I think they'll play him as a traditional left wit- left midfielder. Yeah. Um, that's where Fornalas has obviously played before. I think Fornalas will just dropped centrally. Yeah. Into they'll, the they'll have. Um... They, they've talk, I think Moyes likes playing that back five with Cresswell at the left centre back, doesn't he? Yeah. And I think they're thinking that because Corne can do a job on that wing, that he might slot in as the wing back. Yeah, but they they've played um, they played preseason with a bunch of wing backs and uh, didn't do too well apparently. No Max, no Maxwell Corn Cornets there are they? Is yeah. it Maxwell Corne? Am I getting his name right? Yeah, yeah, Maxwell Cornet. Maxwell Cornet. <laughs> Um Okay, I like that. Good analysis, boys. Cammy, your pick. 
Okay, I am. So this player didn't start last week, but I think he will be starting this week. I would hope so. Um, he actually replaced somebody with the same name as him. Can you think of who I'm going to pick? Oh. At half time. I don't know. It sounds like Williams. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. You, I no. Who? So he is a Stuart Armstrong oh. <laughs> who replaced uh, Adam Armstrong. <laughs> you gone for a Saints player. <laughs> no. Oh, God, I didn't even notice it was a Saints player. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh so well Southampton are playing Leeds, so you can see yeah. there being a few goals in that. Uh I'm pretty sure we've drawn one all in a lot of the games. So so I don't know where my prediction of lots of goals in that game has come from. But um Are you going for Stuart Armstrong, not Adam Stuart, yeah, Stuart Armstrong. So Adam Armstrong started and then got taken off yeah, okay. just after half time uh for Stuart Armstrong. I thought Stuart Armstrong was going to start the season playing in like a in a kind of tenny role, kind of uh, industrious ten. So, I, so how I kind of envisaged the team looking was having um, having the uh, having Arebo and Stuart Armstrong like supporting Che Adams. Uh, I think we missed the trick by not starting. Stuart Armstrong last week. He's a very good player. He always does well. He's got an eye for a goal as well. Um, is known to score with both feet. I just think he makes a difference when he's on the pitch and he, he he's similar to four nows in the fact that he pops up in in, in decent areas. And I just think I've got a feeling. I, I, I've got a feeling we're going to do Leeds this time. I think we drew with them and lost to them last year. Um. I think it's our time and I'd love to come back on this podcast next week and talk about the game after we, we do your brookie. <laughs> well, and after Stuart Armstrong bags a brace. What what just out of interest, what is Stuart Armstrong in, in midfield or up front and what's his pricing? Do you know? He's uh he's five point five midfielder. Okay, so you're going for the extra two points. I like it. Yeah. Um, and midfielder for his bonus points. Um I think there was a lot. I think there's a lot of talk about him in in the preseason doing well, but five. He's five mil. Five mil for an attacking midfielder. So like, if Saints get a bit of momentum, which I highly doubt, I just feel like they're going to do leads. Uh, I think he's he would be a great shout. Five mil for an advanced like attacking midfielder. Yeah, mate. I think um, look, there's if you think he's going to start um, leads don't look good in in transition so i think we'll attack you because we think we can beat you um are you guys starting junior furper left back no mate he's uh he's gone he's gone he's gone he's injured at the moment and yeah good god forbid he never comes back um but yeah i think that's probably where he could hurt so it's not a bad shout um jumping into my maverick we've, we've basically picked the same teams here i i'm gonna go against you and i can't wait to come back on the podcast next next week with you because i've gone for the man that should i've gone for the voldemort of fpl in oh. paddy bamford Patrick bamford oh, he looked God. electric last week and he looked great he got an assist he looks like his old self if he stays fit we are gonna munch the saints up gonna, <laughs> he's gonna give sally sue Sleepless nights. That guy doesn't know what his left foot from his right foot. Oh, Sanatu's going to bully Bamford. Bamford's <laughs> not even going to be able to get a touch on the ball. He's just going to have this beast just like run through him on on on, on every every touch of his. He's just going to be have this big strong defender all over him. He's quick well, as well. So neutral perspective here, Tommy, and I maybe not be neutral because I know you don't like Bamford. Yeah. Bamford, by the way, is 7.5 and he's 1.5% owned and Leeds have a great run. So the extra bonus points will go to me if he scores. Um, who do you who do you see coming out on top in this game, mate? It's a, it's a tough one, to be fair, because um, Leeds and Southampton, not just because you boys support them, but they, they are 
two of those teams that you 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 cannot well I, I cannot pick a result um from them because it's just you can like, say it we're both shit they're both, <laughs> both one of those teams where they can look at like absolute world beats okay no i'll give you this example they could they could get a result against city and then the next game lose against league two in a cup like there are those types of teams yeah um so, <laughs> do you know what it's going to be a nil nil draw isn't it <laughs> Is that what you're going for? Are you going to put your name? Maybe. Oh well, that would that would be more points for me. Would it? Well, With the clean you... sheet points. What Southampton players? Nil, nil draw. I, I went for Stuart Armstrong. Oh, because oh, because okay, got it. Yeah, okay. so that's three versus Ben's two, and let's be honest, Bamford's likely to get injured. Yeah, exactly. With Salisu going right through him, so yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go. I won't go nil nil. My heart says nil nil. But <laughs> your I'll heart's go. probably saying, "Why am I even predicting a result for this shite game?" <laughs> the only reason this looks enticing is because it's our teams. Yeah, if exactly. anyone else is looking at this game, they're you like, right. "I'm going to stick with the draw, one-one. There'll be a goal, or there'll be two goals." Uh, yeah, one-one. I think. Oh, is there going to be one goal or two goals? <laughs> 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 really hedging your bets there, Tommy. <laughs> I think there might be one goal or two goals or, or three goals or no goals maybe or maybe four. Either, either be a goal scored or not a goal scored. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what are the odds are of that? A goal being scored or not? No goals being scored. Yeah. You'd put a bet on that, Brookie, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, Still somehow lose. <laughs> review of the Mavericks then. So we've got Antonio and Stuart Armstrong for the boys. And then you've got Fornals and Bamford for me. So pretty well weighted. All of them fit under the criteria of the new bonus points. So it's going to be a level paying field this week. Um, moving on, we'll jump into Maverick captain picks. So each week we're going to probably go with who I or we think will come to the conclusion who we think will be the highest owned captain. I think... Boys, are you in agreement that it's probably Haaland this week that will have the, the armband? Yeah, I think so. Oh, so this is just captain pick, not like Maverick. Yeah, well, we still can go Maverick, but just who you think. I think the only other option that people would choose is Darwin. I think you'll either have Darwin or Haaland as captains, or Salah. But I think Haaland will get it. Haaland will get it. About it. <laughs> Don't think they are the only options, stop it. <laughs> no, it's in like, it's in, yeah, you know, to be the most picked. Yeah. It'll be it'll be Salah and Haaland. Salah and Haaland, I'd go with. Yeah. So, Tommy, go on then. Who do you think will be? Who would be your pick this week? You go Darwin, would you? I think I'll go Darwin just to go against the grain of it because um, true Maverick. That's that's the kind of people you want on this podcast. Exactly. exactly. Not the likes of me and Tim. <laughs> Tim Play. Tim Play. We give Tim Play a quick call for the pod and see what he says. Hang on. See if he answers. See if he answers. He'll be tinkering with his algorithm, I think. Give him a ring, and uh, the question is, who would he captain for this week? Okay, right, let's in see. his team, and I bet you 100 bucks it's Haaland. Can you hear that? Yeah, uh, I did. It's just calling. I bet he didn't answer, Tim Plate. Oh, hello, it's Tim here. He's not going to answer, is he? He's going to do us. <laughs> nah, he's not answering. If he if he calls back, I'll I'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll speak. To be to fair, him. he probably is well, ten to one on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Bad play. I mean, it was a pointless call anyway. We know exactly what he's going to be picking. Yeah, I think yeah, I think everyone's going to pick Harland against Bournemouth. But I think uh, if I was going to do it, I have mean, you got Darwin in your team, Tommy? Um, I've got Haaland and Darwin, yeah. So, um, but I've picked Haaland. <laughs> well, you've done a wrong this week, haven't you? Huh? Didn't you do? What was your score this week? Oh no, God, no! I uh, I I subbed Haaland in straight away. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you guys think of the Chelsea Spurs game? It's an oh. interesting game we haven't really talked about. So we're yeah. expecting Liverpool to beat Crystal Palace, are we? Yeah. And then Chelsea Spurs. What do we reckon? Is oh. that 
It's at Chelsea, I think. Oh, Chelsea. I, I go one one. I reckon two two one one draw. Okay. Yeah. I think Spurs will do them. Yeah, I, I can see it. I'd love Spurs to do well this year, and I don't know why. It's just one of those teams that I've got a bit of a soft spot for. Mm. Uh, just finishing off then before we go into the upsets, Cammy, who would you go for as a captain against the grain? Against the grain? Um, It would have to be uh, Jesus. Jesus, fair. Yeah, against Leicester's defence. Yeah, I agree. It'd be a good pick. I was going to say Arsenal, but I'll change it. Or if you've got Saka, I think Saka's the best pick because he's 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 going to be on penalties. Saka. Uh, I don't see Jesus being on penalties. He's got a poor record, so um, Saka if you can afford him. Yeah. But, okay. but Jesus looked looked electric in the first half. I think he can really cause that Leicester defence some problems, especially if they're playing Amati. Amati looks lost at some points. <laughs> he does actually. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> he honestly goes on these rambling runs and you're like how did he end up there he's probably like how did i end up here and what, then the other, and then and the silver puts one top pins <laughs> oh. josh yeah. de silva by the way 4.5 mil if yeah. he gets the, if he gets into that brentford team yeah fair play um upset of the week then boys it's on the screen i won last week i got brighton so i'm one nil up but we're not gonna we're just gonna call it a rough score because yeah, it's just how we do things, you know, off the cuff. Um, Tommy, you want to go first for your upset of the week and explain it? Yeah. Um, so I think I've gone with uh, the same one again, pretty much. So Man United getting and beat. Oh, you got Man United to beat Brighton. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big upset. <laughs> I've gone, uh, yeah, going to go Brentford to beat Man U. <laughs> Um, we we got to stop having these as upsets because you're not so shit. No, no, it's it's like going, oh, no. yeah, exactly. But um, I'm gonna yeah, gonna go Brentford. They've just signed Damsgaard as well. Yeah, he's fascinating. Little Danish, yeah, little Danish whippet. Um, and he he looks good. So if he starts, <laughs> and uh, I've already mentioned that they like to ease him in, but um, <laughs> if he starts, I think he'll. You know he's got a bit of a point to prove as well. So I think they'll. I think I'll. I, is the upset? Is that just them get a team getting beat or them getting a result? Beat. They get going. They'll get beat. All right. Cool. Yeah. No, I'll go. I'll stay with it. I think gets definitely something. Man out. United starting off against these two really well prepared teams, like really well drilled teams. Yeah. Like Brentford and Brighton tactically. They always seem to make it tough for the other teams. So and it's well. not good for United when they're all over this shop and don't really know what what their best eleven is and what their direction of their team is. Exactly. So yeah, I'm going to shout. Brentford's two one, I reckon. Okay. Fair. Cameron. Um I reckon we will have um, God, it's difficult, isn't it? Mm. Leicester beating Arsenal is that an upset? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that counts as upset. Yeah, I can see Leicester beating Arsenal. Mm. Okay, three two. All right, I think there's going to be goals, but I just Leicester have always got that ability ability to score as well. Yeah, they do. Uh, Arsenal's it. Arsenal look really good at the back, but. Just looking at that, I think that's the best shout. I think Brighton, Newcastle, you can't really choose one of them as an upset because that's kind of quite level, isn't it? Yeah. Um, can I can I have Everton beating Aston Villa? Is that an upset? Yeah, I'd say it is an upset. I mean, after Aston Villa's performance last week, not really. But yeah, I think Everton are... I think Aston Villa's are going to be big favourites for that game. Yeah, I'm having that then. But oh, wait, they, Everton have got Rondon back. Why didn't we have him as a ma- maverick? <laughs> oh, he would have been straight in my team. I, I, I scrap everything I've said. Rondon, just Rondon, captain, maverick. What are you saying, Tommy? Cameron's <laughs> gifted you that upset. <laughs> <laughs> have Everton to beat Aston Villa. No, what? Villa at home. Villa at home. Come on. 
Yeah, but okay, yeah, go on. Then. I'm open. I'm open. If you really are upset about it, Tommy, I can pick another one. Yeah, I think you should go for Bournemouth versus C. <laughs> I think that's the only fair one we've got left. No. Yeah. I'm taking Liverpool. Do you not do you not believe in Dominic Solanke at the Etihad? The only other one I was thinking about was Fulham versus Wolves. What Fulham beating Wolves? Yeah. They're both at home. Villa are at home, Wolves are at home. Which one do you want me to take? I bet the odds we you can have a look at the odds, but I bet the odds are worse for Everton than they are for Fulham. Pick Palace. No, I'm not having Palace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brookie, come on. You gotta be no. nice to your guests. You gotta treat them have well. What, have what you want. All right, I'm sticking yeah, with I'm sticking Everton. With yeah. Just know it's oh, hollow. And Rondon has to score as well. All right. <laughs> Stipulation. Surely he's gonna be taken, yeah. Just know if Everton do win four nil, then it's a hollow victory. Yeah, but if they win one nil, it's a scab. Then I'm taking still it. a hollow victory. <laughs> so we'll let you have it. Okay. All right, boys. Well, great to have you on, Tommy. Great debut, mate. I uh, look forward to seeing your team each week moving forward. And I'm sure you're not scared. You're a bit like Chelsea, aren't you? You're not scared to have a go with the Mavericks. I like that. No, mate. Um, do you reckon we'll? Do you reckon we'll get a week without a droney derby accent next week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to open the pool. <laughs> <laughs> we we can get, we should try and get like a like a true uh, mank like uh, Keaton on. Yes, today <laughs> will come on next week. So like, we'll have this will be an interesting week if Man United get beaten. Actually, let's pray for that because Keaton will be funny next week. <laughs> cool. All right, boys. Thanks so much for coming on, um, and we'll uh, speak soon. Cheers, Brookie. Brookie. Adios. See you later, Tommy. Bye. Yeah.